Agents Podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Follow a Boss. Follow a Boss is the real estate CRM that turns every agent into a top performer. Follow a Boss is packed with features, but it's intuitive and easy to use. So agents love working with it and it integrates with everything. Use multiple lead sources. Guess what? Follow a Boss keeps them all organized. Want to try new marketing channels? Switch website providers? Plug them right into Follow Up Boss. Visit followupboss.com forward slash lab code to see how Follow Up Boss helps you close more deals. That's followupboss.com forward slash lab code. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Lab Coat Agents Podcast. And we are bringing in a guest today who has found a lot of success across various industries and, and various backgrounds. And he is going to bring an expertise on leadership and business that many of you probably haven't heard before. So I am really selfishly, as usual, excited to get to ask the questions and learn a heck of a lot more. We are bringing on today Mr. Adam Mendler, who is the Chief Executive Officer of the Velos Group. I think I said that right. I think I might have screwed it up. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, but he also, by the way, has ownership or has founded companies in the e-tailer business, the furniture e-tailer business. That's an interesting one. I, I don't even know exactly what that is, so I'm going to ask you about that. Custom Tobacco, which is one of my vices, which is a cigar uh, e-commerce platform, and then a technology and consulting software development practice. Adam, this is outside the realm of real estate. No, by the way, you also host a podcast called 30 Minute Mentors, which is designed all around leadership. So my guests are going to want to know, okay, Adam, what can you do for me, the realtor? But before we get into that, Let's let our audience know a little bit about who you are, where you come from, how you've come up in business. Tell us a little bit about those businesses. Welcome to the show, Adam Miller. Jeff, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I can't even wait to get into that question because I, I want to tell you exactly what I can do for the realtor because it's a lot, but we can get to that whenever you're ready for it. Awesome. I will tell you that as excited as I am to be here, I am a little bit disappointed to learn that you're a St. Louis Cardinals fan. <laughs> it's a tough time right now to be a baseball fan. I'm a huge Angels fan, and we're not off to the best start this year. Every time I'm a guest on a podcast, I say, this is going to be the time that we're going to turn it around. And I was a guest on a podcast last Friday, and I was telling the podcast host, I said, this is going to be it. This weekend, we're going to turn it around. We have a big series against the Dodgers. I'm feeling really good about it. And then we got swept. So I don't even know what to say at this point other than, <laughs> man, uh, the Angels are looking not all that different than my high school baseball team, which is not very good. Uh, but hopefully man. we can turn it around soon. I love it, man. And you know what? I don't want to go down that rabbit hole because I'm a sports guy and we could probably talk for 60 minutes just about sports. But, and I will tell the audience, I already gave you grief. If you're a baseball fan, you understand from a St. Louis perspective, I already gave him grief about taking our Albert Pujols. Uh, but that's the last I'll say of that. Uh, because we probably could spar on that for a little while too. We could talk about the Molina brothers. That's probably an area of uh, agreement and coming out. There you go. Right. So Adam, tell us about yourself. Tell us about the what you know, kind of how you come up in business. Uh, tell us a little bit about your companies, 
and uh, then let's dive into the relevance. Yeah, absolutely. So by way of background, I'm an entrepreneur. I run a company called the Velos Group. I founded it with my brother. We've started three different businesses underneath the Velos Group umbrella. We have an office furniture business called Beverly Hills Chairs. We have a cigar company called Custom Tobacco. And we have a software development company called Velo Solutions. I also do a lot of writing and speaking on the topic of leadership. I have a podcast, which you mentioned, called 30-Minute Mentors, where every week I go one-on-one with one of the most successful people in the country for 30 minutes on how they got to the top, and more importantly, how listeners can get to the top as well. So my guests are founders and CEOs of the best-known companies in the country, celebrities and athletes, Hall of Fame athletes, Olympic gold medalists, um, generals and admirals. So really, really successful people. I recently had someone who I would imagine most of your guests would know, uh, Mauricio Umansky, the CEO and founder of the agency, was a guest a couple of weeks ago. So I try to really bring in big names who are, in the words of the podcast, leaders to listen to. And the goal is to give audiences the best advice possible so that anyone tuning in can become more successful personally, more successful professionally, and ultimately better excel in whatever it is that they're doing. And I know that that episode with Mauricio was really popular among real estate brokers. And that led to a big spike in listeners across all episodes, because what I found is that the content has really resonated. It doesn't need to specifically be the CEO of the agency. It could be a four-star general or it could be a Hall of Fame basketball player. If someone is talking about how they got to the top and how listeners can get to the top, it's stuff that really resonates and we can apply to our lives. So that's a part of what I do. And uh, on the entrepreneurial side, happy to dive into that as well. The furniture company, Beverly Hills Chairs, you asked what an e-tail, office furniture e-tailer is. So what we do is we are the leading sellers in the country of refurbished brand name office chairs. So Beverly Hills Chairs uh, sells Herman Miller Aeron chairs, which a lot of your listeners might be familiar with. And Herman Miller Aeron chairs retail for over $1,400 per chair. And what we do is we sell those same Herman Miller Aeron chairs. We sell them in condition that is like new. They look like new. Um, They're aesthetically, functionally like new chairs, but we discount them at over 50% off. And we sell them to customers all over the country. Before coronavirus, our core customer was a small to medium-sized business. Since coronavirus, we've been selling to lots of people working from home whether they're working out of an apartment or whether they're working out of a mansion, they need to furnish their home office. So that's a way that we've been working now with people in this market. So that's an area of commonality. Our cigar company, Custom Tobacco, you mentioned cigars. We can dive into that as well. So clearly a lot to talk about uh, during this episode. I love it. I love it. And and one thing I will point out to to our listener, uh, you know, and, and Adam, you may, may or may not know this, but in the real estate world, especially like a group like ours, Lab Code Agents, there's other groups like ours, maybe a little bit smaller, but similar 
concept in the terms of bringing value to the to the real estate world, right? Just bring bring the latest news, the latest technology, the latest strategy, and it almost always is coming from a real estate professional, logically. But I think, and especially over the last four or five months, it's gotten to the point where you know there's bitch overload, right? And so. I can tell you, again, strategically as the podcast host and the one who schedules these, sometimes I'm intentionally looking for guys like you because it's good to hear from an outside resource. It's good to hear from someone who's who's done it elsewhere because it's not a one-size-fits-all business. No business is. No success story is. And so that's one of the biggest reasons why, just so you know, why I'm so excited to to, to hear what you have to say because I know that if nothing else, Adam... I'm going to take something from this conversation. I really appreciate that, Jeff. And it's really interesting you say that because the approach that I have on my podcast is almost the opposite of yours. And I think that that's what makes this work so well is the fact that we have the ability to really offer such complementary perspectives. So on my podcast, what I really try to do is I try to bring in people who have attained great success in whatever endeavor they've pursued. And I don't really focus specifically on one industry. I'm bringing in people across industries so that anyone tuning in, no matter what industry they're in, can walk away with a better sense as to how to become more successful. So if you want to learn how to become a, a better expert in real estate, my podcast isn't going to do that for you. That's what this podcast does. And that's why this is such an incredible platform for your listeners because by virtue of tuning in, you have a wealth of knowledge and you learn how to get to the top in the real estate industry. I don't try to do that with my show. What I try to do is I try to offer a really diverse range of perspectives that can more broadly give listeners a sense as to how to take that next step in their journey, whether they're first starting out, first coming out of school, or whether they're CEOs of big companies. A lot of my guests are actually also listeners of my podcast. So um, I, I think that it's really cool that we're able to come to listeners with both different ways of both different types of voices. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. I love it, man. So let's dive in. So tell, tell us a little bit about your upbringing in the business. What got you into furniture sales? What got you into cigars? And what got you into the technology? What, 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 uh, what, what led to all that? Yeah, great question. And uh, by no means was I a seven-year-old kid dreaming about selling office chairs and selling cigars. When I was a seven-year-old kid, I was dreaming about running a baseball team. And my goal from the time I was a seven-year-old kid until I was in my early 20s was to run a major league baseball team. And it wasn't until I was in my late 20s that I got onto this entrepreneurial journey. My first job out of school was working for a hedge fund. I worked for the largest hedge fund in the world, a company called Credit, a company called DE Shaw, excuse me. I'm, I'm mixing wires here. But uh, DE Shaw at the time um, was the largest hedge fund in the entire world. Uh, I worked there for two and a half years right out of USC. From there, I got my MBA at UCLA. While I was at UCLA, I did internships for two of the biggest companies in the entertainment industry, William Morris Endeavor and Universal Pictures. So I got a good taste for what that industry was like. I went back into the financial services world, working for Credit Suisse, big global bank. And I was 28. I felt like 
at that point in my life, I had a good feeling as to what corporate America was like. I had worked for these four big corporate companies across entertainment, across finance. And I felt like if there was ever a moment to do something entrepreneurial, it was then and there. And my brother, who is a couple years younger than me, uh, was working as a software developer. And he had this idea of buying and selling Herman Miller Aeron chairs. It was really his idea. And he started doing that out of his apartment. And we started working together. And um, the idea was really to take a lot of different ideas that we had, put them under the umbrella company, the Velos Group, which we named after the street we grew up on, Velos Avenue in Tarzana, which is a suburb of LA. And the rest is history. We started working together over that first year and a half. We had probably 10 different business ideas that we pushed on. A lot of them went nowhere, but a couple of them went somewhere. The two that were closest to monetization were Beverly Hills Chairs and Custom Tobacco. We realized after a year and a half that in order to stay in business, we couldn't focus on 10 ideas. We had to focus on two ideas. So we picked those two. And I told your listeners a little bit about Beverly Hills Chairs. Custom Tobacco is a one-of-a-kind e-commerce platform where you can create your own fully customized private label cigars in real time. Everything is customized, the shape, the size, the blend, the wrapper, flavor, filler, and the cigar band itself is customized. They're premium cigars sourced from the Dominican and Nicaragua. And the concept is anyone who wants to have their own fully customized private label cigar can do so by going to customtobacco.com and in a matter of minutes, creating their own private label cigar. And these cigars are as good as any cigar you're gonna find on the marketplace because my brother who is, uh, I'm not a cigar smoker, I'm a health and fitness and nutrition guy, but my brother who smokes more cigars than the Surgeon General recommends, <laughs> uh, he's a cigar connoisseur and this was really his baby. and um, you know, we, we went out and we sourced the best cigars we could. And um, we've built this out and we now have uh, clients all across the country, including a lot of clients in the real estate world, which is one of the reasons why I was really excited about this conversation. Because when you're trying to find the perfect gift, when you're trying to find the perfect gift, whether it's in your personal life or a wedding or a bachelor party or a groomsman gift, or in your professional life, you just close the sale or you're prospecting a client and you want to try to get something personalized for them. And you want to have something that is really thoughtful and has your brand on it. This is it. So it's just been a really cool concept that we've been able to bring to life and have been able to bring to households all across America. So awesome. um, a very roundabout way of becoming an entrepreneur, but since getting on this journey, it's just been a cool ride. It's fascinating. And it's, it's funny, actually, two things actually to that. One, I just had a guest on who is the founder of a company called Noms. And it's a cookie, cookie company, basically, same gift concept. And so now I've bounced from cookies to cigars. And <laughs> I am also what I would consider more of on the healthier fitness nutty side. 
but I'm not afraid to uh, crush a cookie and I'm also not afraid to smoke a cigar. So um, I'm not sure what that makes me exactly, but um, uh, I, I'm a fan of both. So I think this is pretty cool. I didn't even know this existed. And now that we're talking about it, you know, it's it's got relevance. It's not just, hey, this is what Adam does. It's also, uh, hey, uh, real estate agent, you know, if you've got that client, that sp- special client who you know uh, is a cigar fanatic, man, what a cool gift or a referral partner. What a cool gift to send them. Uh, you know, to try to, to to win them over, to impress them, to show them that they matter. Uh, that's pretty cool. And that is, by the way, folks, not the, the premise behind this this episode. That just happened on accident, which is I'm glad I'm I'm sitting here searching the website as we as we talk, Adam. Uh, this is pretty cool. And it's actually super simple as I'm sitting here, as you're talking, I'm sitting here creating a label. That's <laughs> so awesome. yeah, it's uh this is pretty this is pretty cool. So all right. Well, let's, let's, let's move forward. I mean, I think that's pretty awesome. Obviously, you know, so you're, you're a West coaster. You've, you've, you've stumbled upon, um, these, these different industries, which are vastly different from each other. Uh, but obviously it's taken you, you know, you, you've had a lot of success and you clearly didn't stay like in one niche, you know, it's like, I'm going to be in real estate, so I'm going to sell and buy, I'm going to invest, I'm going to do all things real estate. Right. Uh, you clearly have 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 broadened your horizon. So let's kind of get into that a little bit about uh, how you've been able to find that success across different platforms and kind of how you can relate that back to, uh, to, to to finding success in real estate. Yeah, and you know it's it's a good question. And the something that I'll start off with for listeners is people will often ask me, Adam, you've been able to create these different businesses in different industries how can I follow in your footsteps? How can I do what you've done? And the first thing I'll say is don't. Like, why would you want to do that? The most successful people are people who can pick one thing and stick to it and just crush it. And we kind of got to where we were and we've done it in a very roundabout way. But what I would tell you is if you are enjoying incredible success in the real estate world, stick to it, stick with it. And you don't need to start a cigar company. You don't need to start a software development company. You don't need to start a podcast. I'm an accidental entrepreneur and my path is not the path for everyone. It, I think it does require a certain skill set to be able to go into industries and figure out how to build cash flow positive businesses and how to build businesses that are sustainable. But with that said, that that isn't better than the guy who picks one industry, focuses on it, and rises to the very top of it. So I, I know that that's not the advice that people expect, but that's the best advice I can give. Nothing wrong with that, and and I appreciate the uh, the transparency on that. So let's uh, let's get into a little bit. I mean, what uh, you know what what would you say is probably one of the most one or two critical uh, components or factors that has led to your successes? Great question. And uh, uh, you can talk about a few different things. So first and foremost, I think it's really important for anyone listening to try to do something in life that checks the following three boxes. Number one, are you passionate about what you're doing? Number two, 
Are you good at what you're doing? Number three, is what you're doing making a positive impact in the lives of others? And I've had jobs in the course of my career. I've had internships. We've all had experiences where we've had nine to fives and it could be four o'clock or 3.30 and you maybe you didn't do anything all day, but you're just drained. You're exhausted from doing nothing. And as an entrepreneur, uh, yesterday, for example, I woke up at six o'clock in the morning. I started working at six. Uh, I passed out at 11 p.m. I, I missed my workout yesterday, which I'm bummed about. I literally spent the entire day working other than grabbing a quick bite and taking a shower. So it was a, a nonstop day of work, but it didn't feel like work because everything I did yesterday was within that framework. So if you're doing work that you love, if you're doing work that you're good at, and if you're doing work that makes a difference in the lives of others, it doesn't feel like work. And that's my best advice to anyone tuning in on how to start getting on the path of success. Something that I talk a lot about is I'm a big believer that most people in life are bad at most things. I personally am bad at too many things to list. We could, I know this podcast is around 40 minutes, so I don't have 40 minutes to tell you all the things that I'm bad at because it, it would take way more than 40 minutes. It would probably take 40 hours. <laughs> and I think if you're intellectually honest, you'll acknowledge that, and I don't mean you, Jeff, I mean everyone. We're all bad at most things in life. It's just the reality. But there are a few things that we're good at, and there's that one thing that we're great at. There's that one thing that we're exceptional at. There's that one thing that makes us special. And the more quickly you could figure out what it is that makes you special, what it is that makes you unique, what it is that makes you different, the more successful you'll be in life, the more successful you'll be in business, the more successful you'll be as a leader. So I implore anyone listening to really take the time to figure out what it is about you that makes you different, what it is about you that makes you special, what it is about you that makes you unique, and get on that journey. And the, the key really to scale a business, the key to be successful in any business is once you figure out what you're great at, you then have to bring people in around you so that you can spend your time doing what you excel at and allowing the people around you to do everything else. The, the key to building a sustainably successful business is having sustainably successful people. So without really, really good people around you, your business isn't ever going to be able to get anywhere. So those are just a, a few points and we can expand upon any of them or, or we could talk about whatever you want to talk about. But if you just want a couple of things, uh, those are some tips that I think are really important for listeners, whether you're building a business in the office furniture industry, in the real estate industry, or in, in any other field. I love it. No, I love it. And, and you know, I, I do have one question about what you had mentioned there, which is, you know, it doesn't feel like work. And 
I think, as, as you may or may not know, I'm sure you've bought and sold homes before, and you know that that process can be very stressful for a many, many reasons. Like things just go wrong in real estate transactions. It's the inevitability of our business. And so there are so many days, I think, from a real estate professional's perspective, where they probably are questioning their own sanity of choice of career, because we all know why most get into the real estate world. A lot of people do it because of the flexibility. Uh, a lot of them do it because of the earnings potential. Uh, a lot of them do it for something to do. Um, you know, and I don't want to label anyone, but let's be honest. There's a lot of people in real estate that do it very part time. They get out of it what they put into it. And there's also a lot of them that have changed the trajectory of their lives, just like you did, maybe by accident or maybe, uh, you know, intentionally. And they're now, you know, a multi multi millionaire as a result of real estate. But we all have those days where we're like, you know, it's, it's, it's extremely enjoyable when I get to that closing table and we're a part of the biggest transaction of that human's life. But those other days, it just really sucks and I hate my job. So how would you uh, advise someone who's in that, you know, somebody might be listening right now thinking to themselves, I hate real estate. I need <laughs> to go find a nine to five. How do you how do you coach somebody? How do you walk them through? How do you talk them through uh, the you know again the in in inevitability of the things that can happen in business? Yeah, so uh, it's a great question, and and I think the first thing you have to figure out is are you having a bad day, or is this a real issue that you're wrestling with? Because we all have bad days, we all have tough days, we all have tough moments, we all have you know, bad games, right? Bad series. You, you have, we have bad at bats. You just need to kind of go back to the dugout and shake it off. So, you know, for, for listeners who are constantly out selling, we all, we've all screwed up sales pitches and we've all said, man, I really messed that one up. I, I feel like an idiot. What, how did I do that? How did I screw that language up? How did I screw that language up? I, I wish I would have done that's different. We feel bad about it. So, yeah, I mean, the first thing we need to do is we need to ask ourselves, what is really going on here? Is this uh, a moment of frustration or is this a broader question of, do I not like what I'm doing with my life? Am I fundamentally unhappy? Am I really seeking some sort of broader fulfillment? A question that I ask my listener, my, my guests, and I don't ask all of my guests this, but I try to mix things up and keep things fresh, but it's a question that I'll, I'll ask some of my guests and particularly the ones who are, who I think it's most relevant to is how do you motivate yourself on the days that you don't feel motivated? Because we all are, particularly those of us who, who are in businesses that require um, you know, a high level of intensity and a high level of work ethic and are competitive people. doesn't matter if you're a real estate agent or an entrepreneur or a professional athlete, you know, we're competitors. And whether we're competing with other people or competing with ourselves, we're competing to make the most of every day. But there are days where you just don't feel it. And it's a question that I ask my guests. How do you, what do you do? How do you motivate yourself? And I could, I could tell listeners how I answer that question. And 
what I, the way that I answer that question is, I look to a quote, my favorite writer of all time is David Halberstam. Jeff, have you read any of David Halberstam's books? I have not. You have to, man. You've got to read David Halberstam's books. If nothing else, if your listeners don't get anything of value from this podcast, if they don't order any Herman Miller Aeron chairs from Beverly Hills chairs, <laughs> if they don't order any cigars from Custom Tobacco, if they don't subscribe to 30-Minute Mentors, go, go and, and look up David Halberstam and buy one of his books. I, I have no financial stake in David Halberstam. Uh, he, he unfortunately passed away. Uh, several years ago, but he's my favorite uh, writer of all time. And he's written many great books on sports and many great books on politics and history. He, he wrote The Best and the Brightest, which is my favorite book of all time. But he's written great books on baseball and football and basketball. And um, David Halberstam, his favorite quote was a quote from Dr. J, Julius Irving, which is, being a professional is doing what you love to do on the days you don't feel like doing it. And that's it, man. That's what it's all about. Doing what you love to do on the days you don't feel like doing it. It's awesome. Because at the end of the day, we all have days that no matter how much we love what we do, we don't feel like doing it. Yesterday for me was not one of those days. I woke up at six and I was feeling it. I felt it from 6 a.m. until 11 p.m. But there are days where I'm not feeling it, and I've got to I've got to dig deep. And I pull to that quote, and I say, "Being a professional is doing what you love to do on the days you you don't feel like doing it." And that could be working out. I could be it could be seven o'clock at night, and I I like working out in the mornings. And it, you know, I didn't work out in the morning, and it's now seven o'clock at night, and I haven't worked out yet. And and I'm like, you know what? Being a professional is doing what you love to do on the days you don't feel like doing it. I don't, I don't feel like working out right now, but this is what I love to do and I'm going to go do it. Love it. Love it, man. That's, that's so, I was just going to say that that totally applies to fitness or it applies to diet all day long. And that can apply to probably so many areas of our lives that uh, I think that quote in and of itself is a fantastic thing for our listeners to remember when you're having that bad day, just remind yourself, Listen, it's it's uh, it, it, it's it, you, it's time to dial in, right? It's time to dial in because you earn your paycheck on the days you really don't want to be there. And Dr. J was talking about basketball. Yeah. Dr. J was talking about how he became a Hall of Fame basketball player. And David Halberstam was talking about how he became one of the greatest writers in American history. And anyone tuning in, it could be about how you became the most successful professional in your field. So your field could be residential real estate, commercial real estate, a subset of residential real estate. It could be selling $20 million homes. It could be selling apartment building, whatever it is. To, to get to the top, you've got to grind even on the days you don't feel like grinding. Awesome. Well, I tell you what. Let's uh, let's keep down this path of, uh, or let's go down the path of leadership because I really set the table for that. Uh, if anybody searches you online, they're going to see that that's kind of one of your things, right? That is just one of the the topics that that you are an expert on. And obviously, and and I want to set the table on this because I think a lot of people will just 
unintentionally tune out when they hear, all right, they're going to start talking about leadership. I'm not a leader, um, which I would argue everyone is a leader in some capacity of their life, right? Everybody is a leader, whether it's in your home or your business, uh, everywhere. And, um, and so when, we, when you talk about, you know what, just that topic in and of itself, uh, when you've got uh, you know, a potential audience that you know, half of them, maybe 75% of them aren't leaders, how, 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 do you, how do you convey that to just that person who doesn't think of themselves as a leader? Yeah, this is a question that I am literally asked all the time and I love talking about. And you hit the nail on the head. You, you totally crush it with what you said. And it's actually something that I've talked about on the air with guests of mine who are among the most successful leaders in the country, major CEOs, founders, military leaders. The core principles of effective leadership are applicable to each and every one of us, whether your business card says CEO or has a title that is synonymous with leader or not. We are all leaders. We all have the capacity to be leaders. We all should be leaders in some shape or form, whether we're leaders in formal ways or leaders of in informal ways. You could be a leader in your community. You could be a leader of your family. You could be a leader of your sports team. You could be a leader in your synagogue or church or mosque. You could be a leader by going into a grocery store and seeing a situation that is about to explode and you stepping in and diffusing it and putting out a fire. That's a leader. You could be a leader in ways big and ways small. You don't need to manage thousands of people to be a leader. You could be a father and be a leader. I'm single, I I don't have any kids, but I'm a leader to my niece and my nephew as much as I'm a leader to my employees and, and to people who I mentor and to people who have coached over the years in sports and we're, we're all leaders. So we, and we all should be leaders. The moment that we're in right now in this country should give us all as great an understanding as we have ever had of the importance of leadership. Everyone needs to step up to the plate. Everyone needs to be a leader. Great leaders build other leaders. No organization is successful because of one leader. Organizations are successful because great leaders cultivate other people who then become great leaders. So hopefully any person listening to this podcast can get on that journey to become a better leader. Something that has been really inspiring to me personally is just about every person who I've interviewed has emphasized to me either on the air or off the air that they are dedicated to lifelong learning. This is a core principle of effective leadership. And I give a talk to audiences. I do a lot of speaking before coronavirus. It was in person. Now I'm doing virtual speaking, but I some, you know, part of what I do. And one of the talks I give is lessons from America's top leaders. And one of those lessons is all great leaders are lifelong learners. And when I first started 30 Minute Mentors 
I was really surprised to learn that guests who I would interview would tell me, hey, I've, you know, I've been listening to some of these interviews you've been doing and you know, I've been learning from the CEO of Gold's Gym and I've been learning from Rob Lowe and from Suzanne Summers and from the founder of Kayak and from the chief justice of the Supreme Court of Michigan. And, and, I'm, and I'm thinking the people who are telling me this are literally the, the top leaders out there, leaders who each and every one of us would admire. And what I came to realize is that's exactly why they've become such great leaders, because no matter how successful they are, they're dedicated to continually learning, to continually growing as leaders, to continually expanding their knowledge base, however they can. And I just have one, one follow-up question to that. Why is this so important? Why is leadership so important? Why is this so important to our audience? Let's, let me ask it that way. Why is this so important? So somebody's listening to you and hearing you say this and they say, yeah, okay, he's got a point. You're right. I do need to be a leader um, in these various areas of my life. But come on, why is this so important, Adam? Well, we can, we can talk about two different reasons why it's so important. We can talk about why it's important professionally and we could talk about why it's important socially. And I think that they're both huge reasons that, that should command the interest and attention of your listeners. Why is this important professionally? Because if you want to grow your business, if you want to make more money, if you want to become a better professional, if you want to take your business to the next level, if you want to build, grow, and scale your company, you need to be a better leader. There's no way around it. You're not going to take your business to the next level by being a crappy leader. That's just not possible. At some point, your business is going to suffer because you're a bad leader. It, 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 I mean, maybe you've gotten to a certain point, and if your employees don't like you, they're going to rebel. They're, they're going to leave. They're going to underperform. Your customers are going to be unhappy with you if you're displaying poor leadership. Your competitors are going to step in and take advantage of poor leadership. I can tell you, as an entrepreneur, I've taken advantage of companies that have demonstrated terrible leadership. I've taken advantage by providing better leadership. I've taken advantage by treating vendors better, by treating customers better, by treating employees better. That's just the way you do it. So as anyone listening who is an entrepreneur, an aspiring entrepreneur, someone thinking about how to take their business to the next level, you can't do it without becoming a better leader. Socially, look at the situation we're in right now. We all need each other to get out of this situation, to get to a place where we can have our lives back to what they were before. Jeff, you and I both want to go back to being able to attend baseball games. I was about to uh, finalize my season ticket plan with the Angels. And um, next thing you know, we're not allowed to show up to baseball games. I'm a season ticket holder for UCLA basketball. Who knows if there's going to be college basketball this year? Yeah. There's definitely no college football this fall for uh, USC, which is my, my alma mater uh, as an undergrad. You know, I'm a Laker fan. I don't like having to watch the games being played in Orlando. So let's get back to normal. How are we going to get back to normal? The only way to do it 
is by each and every one of us stepping up as a leader, playing our part, doing what we can to make the world a better place, to make our communities a better place, and to help in any possible way we can. It, yeah, I mean, dude, you, you can see how passionate I am about this. Uh, I, I know we don't have video uh, for your listeners, but th this is real stuff, and there's a reason why uh, I live and breathe this topic. I love it, man. I love it, and and we're obviously, as you know, we're running we're running short on time, uh, which which is a testament to how I'm actually partially disappointed because I know we can continue to talk about a lot of things. Uh, so, with that, what is one powerful thing that you feel like you can leave with our audience today before we tell them how they can find you and how they can learn more about you? Sure. Um, so what I would tell anyone listening to this podcast is it's never too early and it's never too late to get onto that leadership journey, to get onto that journey of self-discovery before you can effectively lead others you need to effectively lead your own life. You need to understand your strengths, your weaknesses, your superpower. You need to take the time to really dig deep. You need to really take the time to talk to those around you, to talk to those who know you best, to do as deep a dive as you can. And once you get on that leadership journey, it's a lifelong journey. We, we spoke about the fact that no matter how successful you are, there's no point at which you just stop learning and stop growing. But no matter where you are, get started. And if you've already started, that's awesome. I love it. Keep going. Keep diving as aggressively and deeply as you can. There are so many resources out there for you. Hopefully, I can be a voice for you in some way. And hopefully, the guests who I bring on to my podcast can be voices as well. And, um, and Jeff, even though you're a Cardinals fan, this was awesome. <laughs> I was going to take a stab at you earlier when you said even, uh, even people have bad days. I was going to say, you know, the angels have had a bad decade or more. Uh, but I, but I, but I, bit we've had on. a tough 18 years we won the <laughs> World Series in 2002. I will say this. I am a very big believer in finding common ground. So anyone tuning into this podcast is likely uh, in the world of sales, because all, all of us are in the world of sales, but particularly if you're in the world of real estate, you're selling. Um, and to sell, you've got to find common ground with your prospect. And on, on the topic of common ground, I am a huge Jim Edmonds fan. He is one of my favorite players of all time. So Jim Edmonds, a legend on the Angels, we gave him away to the St. Louis Cardinals. Terrible move trading him away for Kent Bottenfield and Adam oh, Kennedy, oh, but yeah. a great St. Louis Cardinal, wore number 25, which was the number that I wore when I played baseball. And uh, Jim Edmonds is a legend. And if we could all be as successful in whatever we do in our careers as Jim Edmonds was playing center field, we'll live great lives. I love it. It's, good. it's a good, uh, good guy to bring up. He just uh, finished building a house here in St. Louis. Uh, so he's a, he's a St. Louis guy now, actually, which is crazy. So, Adam, based on what you said, kind of, I took it off, off, off the rails again with sports. I apologize for that. And by the way, all, all joking aside, I have no animus toward the Cardinals. I'm, <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. I, I, uh, I love Mark McGuire in uh, '98. That was awesome. Um, 
I'm not a Cardinals hater at all. I just I just like uh, talking smack whenever I can. <laughs> That's okay. You're not a Cubs fan, so therefore you're okay in my book. Um, I love it. I man. only talk smack about the Dodgers. Very good. Fair enough. I get it. It's in, they're in your city. It makes sense. So, Adam, if somebody, you know, they, they, they got just enough today and they want to learn a heck of a lot more about you and from you, where's the best place that they can do that? We mentioned the podcast, uh, but what, where, what other places can, can they learn more about you or get to know you better? I try to make it as easy as possible for anyone interested. So my name, Adam Mendler, you can just go to adammendler.com. Um, you can find me on social media at Adam Mendler. So that's at Adam Mendler on Instagram, at Adam Mendler on Twitter. My podcast, 30 Minute Mentors, is available on every major podcasting app. So whatever you're listening to this great podcast on and 30minutementors.com. And I encourage anyone interested in connecting with me to either do, through, do so through the website or through social media. And really, Jeff, thanks again for having me. This was a true pleasure. And thank you to anyone tuning into this episode. Really enjoy the opportunity to speak to you today. I appreciate it, Adam. And let me, let me mention that one more time, adammendler.com. Uh, he's got the podcast, which is 30 Minute Mentors. And you know what? Hey, by the way, if you're in the market for an office chair, Beverly Hills Chairs or other things, uh, if you're in the, in the market for some cigar customization, which by the way, I thought was really cool, customtobacco.com. And of course, the name of your company again is, say it for me, the Veloz Group. You actually Veloz. nailed it the first time. Veloz yeah, you got Solutions. it. I didn't want to screw it up a second time, so I was just making no, sure. No, you got it. You got awesome. it the first time. You're a natural, man. You're a pro. <laughs> I appreciate you being on today, Adam. I hope this has uh, been been as insightful for everyone as it has been for me. And I'm actually looking looking forward to actually learning some more. I'm going to go uh, listen to some of these podcasts. I've been stalking you a little bit as we've been talking, and I see some some pretty amazing guests. So I think that's worth its weight in gold right there. So Adam, thank you again. Uh, continued success. And, and uh, I hope we stay in touch. I would love to. Thanks again for having me. This was a true pleasure. Today's episode is brought to you by Chime. Chime offers an award-winning sales acceleration platform built for the real estate industry. Powered by artificial intelligence, Chime delivers the data insights agents and teams need to make the most out of the leads they already have and to get to a close faster. Through an expanding partner network, Chime's easy-to-use conversion platform also delivers quality sales-ready leads from the get-go. It eliminates time-consuming manual tasks and helps agents focus on what matters most, building their network, servicing clients, and growing the bottom line. To learn more about how Chime can help you, visit www.chime.me or call 833-682-4463. Agents Podcasts.